This Thursday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But to you who hear, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them, and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as also your Father is merciful. The Gospel of the Lord. What if you were leisurely strolling along through the street and someone unexpectedly stopped you with a question? What if one of your children wanted to ask you something? Or if someone at work or in college challenged you to answer, what does it mean to be a Christian? How would you respond? What would you say? I think you could easily respond. Read Luke 6, 27-36 and also Matthew 5, 38-48. Read what we just heard in today's gospel. But in reality, if you were to give them that response, you wouldn't be providing a full answer, because nobody can possibly understand those pages from today's gospel if they don't know Jesus, and if they haven't opened their hearts to him. These are examples of pages in the Bible that are often confusing, misinterpreted, and because they are misunderstood, they are easily forgotten. So if someone were to ask you what it means to be a Christian, a serious answer should have them read the story of your life, the so-called book or example of your own life as a Christian. Once they see that what they're actually witnessing is a way of life that was written about 2,000 years ago, and that this way of life originated because a person lived that way, and once they realize that from that moment onwards, thousands and thousands of people have also lived that way, that's when true change can happen. To be a Christian is to love, but not merely to love impulsively those who are easy to love. And I'll risk stating the obvious by clarifying that it's easy to love those who we choose to love because we feel an affinity with them. Christian love goes beyond that. It entails loving with the extra love that comes from God. That is what we Christians call charity. To love others with the love that God has given us and to love others for the love of God. If you were asked that question, you would have to say that to be a Christian is to follow Christ, and that to be a Christian is to have discovered that we are loved by God. It doesn't matter if we're good or bad, fat or thin, physically attractive or ugly, black or white, wealthy or poor, a professional, a laborer, 
or someone who's unemployed. By the very fact that we are loved, that we've discovered that God loves us unconditionally and without discrimination, that fact means that when we love, we don't have the right to distinguish between people. Therefore, to be a Christian is to have experienced this, not just in a storybook, not because you've read it in a good book or in catechism, but rather because you have discovered that it's real, that the Father has been merciful with you, with me, and with that very person whom you and the rest of us find difficult to love. Today's Glimpses of the Gospel is an invitation to ponder and scrutinize the reading we've just heard word by word, to find delight in the word, and perhaps to be taken slightly aback. I suggest you reread or listen to the Gospel again. Is it possible to love our enemies? Is it truly possible for all of us, or just for a few? Or was Jesus being just a little bit insane? It is fundamental. And this is the message I want to leave with you today, that we understand exactly what Jesus means by love, and what type of love he is referring to. When we hear the word love, we might erroneously think that we have to love our enemies in the same way in which we love a friend, a parent, a mother, a son, or a sibling. No, this doesn't mean that you have to go out and hug the person who harmed you or spoke ill of you, the one who criticized or libeled you, humiliated or mistreated you, or the person who fired you from your job, though if you found it in your heart to do that, it wouldn't be so bad. Loving your enemies doesn't mean you should go on vacation with them or befriend them. The love that Jesus asks of us is a different, special form of love, and even though it may lack spontaneity, this doesn't mean it's hypocritical, as some may say. This love is merciful love. It is true charity, and because it comes from God, you become able to do what you wouldn't be able to do on your own. This love transforms you into a bridge to something greater than you are. It gives you a sense of immense happiness. And this is a happiness that doesn't stem from you either. It is a love that showers you with unending blessings. The Beatitudes mentioned in the Gospel. Having said that, how should you treat an unpleasant person, one who behaved badly towards you, or a person who is, in some way, your enemy? There are many things you can do. Try this as of today. Greet your enemies. Bless them. Pray for them. Do not repay evil with evil. Do not deny anything they may ask of you. Be merciful like our Father. That's the best way to be blessed and to be happy, just like the Gospel suggested yesterday. So, if today, someone was to ask you what it means to be a Christian, don't tell them to go read the Gospel. Instead, through the way you live your life, Show him what being a Christian means. And if no one asks, it doesn't matter. Instead, think about someone you know who is not particularly pleasant and think about ways to treat that person in the way you would like to be treated. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever.